0: Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of the Into the Borough podcast here on the Borough Reviews Network. My name is Jared and joining me as always is Linda. However, Linda will be joining me later on in the episode to talk about some of the recent news. And also we're going to discuss that finale for WandaVision over this weekend. So that'll be later on in the episode. And I just want to say we did announce our winner last week um, on the, not on the podcast, but on our social channels, we announced the winner of our Patreon giveaway. Thank you, Jennifer, for signing up, and we will uh, be getting in touch with you to send out your box of goodies uh, from everyone here at the Borough Reviews, so you can look forward to that. Um, Yeah, this is going to be kind of a shorter episode. I'm not going to lie, you guys. Uh, My sister's coming into into town, and then we're going to have dinner, and um, it's going to be a really good time. I haven't really seen her too much in the past um, few months just with quarantine and everything. She is a nurse, so... Uh, She's pretty much had her hands full this entire time. Um, So we thank everyone for their service, you know, all this essential workers, all the, you know, medical um, professionals that are assisting people get through this really challenging time. We thank everyone who's out there doing the the hard work. Um, and uh, so, with all that being said, I am going to kind of shift gears a little bit and get into the discussion of the news bit. That way, we can kind of move forward in this episode. So, hope you enjoy, and we'll be right back. Today is a great day to start your own podcast. Whether you're looking for a new marketing channel, have a message you want to share with the world, or just think it would be fun to have your own talk show, podcasting is an easy, inexpensive, and fun way to expand your reach online. And Buzzsprout is hands down the easiest way to launch, promote and track your podcast. Your show can be listed in all the major podcast directories like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts and more within minutes of finishing your first recording. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. We use Buzzsprout and can test that it is a cakewalk compared to some of the other hosting platforms that we've used. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. And the team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. So what are you waiting for? Grab your gear that you already have, and then find a quiet space to record and talk about all your favorite things. Following the link in the show notes lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you, gets you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan, and helps support our show. We can't wait to hear your passion. And now for your last week's news update. Brett Lang of Variety writes, Alamo Drafthouse Files for Chapter 11 announces sale to Altamont Capital Fortress Investment. Alamo Drafthouse Cinema, the Texas-based theater chain that has become a favorite with cinephiles for its dine-in service and fan-forward approach to exhibition, has filed for Chapter 11. The bankruptcy filing comes as part of an asset purchase agreement with Altamont Capital Partners, a previous investor in the company, as well as affiliates of Fortress Investment Group, a new backer. The company says that the operations will continue as normal, and the Chapter 11 process and sale will give it the capital it needs to continue operating as it emerges from a public health crisis that left many of its locations closed for months. This agreement involves the sale of substantially all its assets. Anthony D'Alessandro of Deadline writes, A Quiet Place Part 2 takes over Memorial Day weekend vacated by Furious 9. Paramount's A Quiet Place 2 is opening early on Memorial Day weekend, May 28th, moving up from its September 17th slot. Last week on Paramount Plus Day, it was announced that A Quiet Place Part 2 and Mission Impossible 7 would get a 45 theatrical day window before arriving on the revamped Viacom streaming service. Earlier this week, Universal announced that it was delaying Furious 9 from that four-day holiday slot to June 25th to bank on more overseas markets that will be coming out of the pandemic. Haley Bosselman of Variety writes, Jeanette McCurdy reveals why she quit acting. Quote, I resent my career. Jeanette McCurdy revealed on the season two premiere of her podcast, Empty Inside, why she's done with acting. Quote, I resent my career in a lot of ways, she said. I feel so unfulfilled by the roles that I played and felt like it was the most just cheesy, embarrassing. I imagine there's a very different experience to be had with acting if you're proud of your roles. The former Nickelodeon star opened up on the February 24th episode of Empty Inside, which featured guest Anna Faris. McCurdy indicated she will likely not join the iCarly revival in the works at Paramount Plus, but says, quote, If it were a director I really admired, or someone whose work I really admired, then I would be so excited. And that concludes your last week's news update. If you would like to support the Borough Reviews or the Into the Borough Podcast, please consider subscribing to our Patreon campaign. Our Patreon offers four distinct memberships. Candyman, a $1 a month tier to show your general support for what we do. It Follows, a $2 a month tier that will grant you early access to our videos before they release on YouTube. Hereditary, a $5 a month tier with exclusive podcast discussions and member-only polls so you control what content we focus on each month. And finally, Trick or Treat, a $10 a month tier where you'll get exclusive videos, behind the scene content, and all of the other tier perks combined. During these times, it is crucial for us to remain stable, and with your help, we can get there. Head over to patreon.com slash Reviews to sign up. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. Um, I'm really sad about the Alamo Draft House filing for chapter 11, but, yeah. um, they're getting new ownership. So, um, at least hopefully in the future, they'll be in good hands and they'll be able to keep running their business the way that they want it to, because it was really growing. I mean, they had just recently opened up a theater in Los Angeles, so really promising Um, hopefully the restructuring helps them succeed after everything opens back up again. And then obviously a quiet place to, um, taking a new release date, moving up in the schedule to Memorial day weekend, kind of a big deal because it moved from September 17th to May 28th. So, um, how do you feel about that move? Do you feel excited, more excited now?
1: I am really excited because I really want to see A Quiet Place too. The first one was fantastic. I just, it, it's literally just me. I just, I get so nervous whenever people mess with their release dates. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just, it always feels like it typically just, it feels to me like they just like rushed everything. And it's like, if you got the release date a little farther down, it's okay to take your time. I'm willing to mm-hmm. wait. Uh, I'm just hoping that this is just, you know, because they had a different release date before. So now they're just like, you know, we've already had the time that we need. We can move it up. Yeah. But it, it's always just kind of a scary situation whenever people mess with their release dates, especially when they're moving it sooner. But yeah. I still sort of um, see it
0: yeah me too. Uh, and it was so it's uh, delaying fast and furious nine. Um, I'm
1: fine with that yeah
0: it's from the that,
1: ninth one,
0: yeah, from that four day weekend where a quiet place moved to to june twenty fifth um so no, they're just shuffling stuff around, and I think a lot of that has has to do with the the news about you know increased production on vaccine, and so let me turn on this light don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that looks a little better. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, for all you audio listeners, I just turned on my ring light. Um, you can it looks get, fantastic. Thank you. You can get this version of the podcast, this video version of the podcast, on our uh, Patreon, um, over at patreon.com slash the Burr Reviews, the trick-or-treat tier, so that's $10 tier, and you get all the video for these podcasts, which is pretty, pretty neat. Um, anyway, uh, I think that, you know, moving it there um, – is just a sign of everyone's increased confidence in vaccine productivity. And, you know, hopefully things will be able to open up sooner. Yeah. Um, and hopefully like we all get vaccinated and then we can start living life again. Cause it's been far too long yes. now for the main topic of today's podcast as far as news goes. uh, Linda, so Jeanette McCurdy revealed on her season two premiere of her podcast, Empty Inside, why she is done with acting. And she said, quote, um, she said, quote, I resent my career in a lot of ways. I feel so unfulfilled by the roles that I played. And I felt like it was most just cheesy embarrassing. I imagine there's a very different experience to be had with acting if you're proud of your roles. Um, when you hear that quote, what does that kind of do in your head? Does do you understand why she's maybe not returning or do you feel oh. sad for her? Like let me know what you're thinking about this.
1: I'm very sad because the the projects that she's talking about like obviously Icarly You know, all that's like, they made me really happy. They were a huge part of my childhood. iCarly was my favorite show and I absolutely loved her on it. So it makes me sad knowing that she just wasn't a fan of working on it. But, you know, like I, like you said, at the same time, I do 100% understand where she's coming from. You know, you, you, if you're going to be putting yourself out there and if you're going to be making films, being in TV shows, and, you know, being a part of the entertainment industry, it's very important that you are involved in something that you can actually stand by and be proud of and be like, I was in this. This is, you know, I, I, was, I, was, I played a part in this. And so if, if it's not fulfilling to you, obviously you don't want to do it, uh, especially if you're being in a certain spotlight that you don't want to be in. So I I totally get it, but, you know, it, it doesn't make me any less upset that, you know, Sam Puckett isn't one of those characters that she can stand by, and it just kind of plays into the whole, like, Nickelodeon Disney thing. You know, you get the select few that
0: mm-hmm. are
1: in these shows and can actually say that they contributed to their success, you know, since they're, like, wildly popular now, like, Zendaya, Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus... for example and then there are just some that just can't get out of it can't find any more work and you know it's it's hard to argue against you know them saying that whether or not those shows played a part in that and I just feel like she just kind of got stuck in those cracks and I really feel for her because you know she's not a bad actress and it just sucks that like these projects are keeping her from doing the stuff that she really wants to do and I saw another article where it also said that she didn't even want to be an actor in the first place, her mom made her. So, you know, it's not like this was her choice to begin with, and I just wish that if she had to do this, it was, you know, with projects that she actually enjoyed. And knowing that she's over 2, I totally get why she wouldn't want to do it anymore.
0: Yeah. It seemed like um an interesting discussion though, because on the premiere of the podcast she had Anna Ferris on, which, you know, I mean, for those of you who don't know that name off the top of your head, I mean, you probably have seen her in Scary Movie, in, you know, a few other comedies. She's um she's married to Chris Pratt for a while, they're divorced. Uh but, you know, Anna Ferris too, kinda same thing. You know, I gotta imagine that she took a long break from acting, and a lot of it was because of the roles that she was, you know, playing and the roles that she was kind of typecast in. Mm-hmm. And so I got to imagine that was a pretty like interesting discussion just to hear from two actresses who um, are really kind of on the outside of that kind of acting sphere now and uh, what that looks like. But Anna Ferris did say on the podcast that she was actually starting to like want to act again. So we'll see like, you know, what, Jeanette McCurdy does we'll see what Anna Ferris does in the future but yeah this certainly doesn't bode well for the iCarly revival that is coming yeah. Paramount Plus so uh I do not think we're gonna get her at all M- maybe later on in the show but I don't know how long they're doing it for do you did they specify is it just a season is it like are they
1: they haven't specified anything like that I think they the main thing they they're really working off the whole cast news and yeah you know just kind of withholding everything else i've noticed that uh so yeah no we we know nothing about it
0: well if they're planning to do multiple seasons there's a potential that maybe later down the road once the show creators once the cast like reach out to her and she's had more time to really like um you know i guess reflect on her past career and you know reflect on what she wants going forward maybe there's a potential there that we don't get her for i don't think she'll ever be a build cast member like for multiple episodes but there's a potential that we get maybe an episode um just for just for closure like because i don't think that she's gonna end up doing the full show ever again based on these comments so uh let's see um what happens with that in the future um, with all that down and out of the way, Linda, we have some pretty important things to discuss from the, Wanda- the WandaVision finale, so we're going to do the WandaVision finale discussion right after this, essentially, so stay tuned, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our website, com. If you like indie movies, or blockbuster movies, and anything in between, really, On our site, you'll find podcast, movie reviews, opinion articles, and more content that covers all types of cinema. But we especially love a good horror movie here at The Borough. If you're looking for a review of your latest project, we got you covered. Simply search TheBoroughReviews.com in your web browser and you'll find us. As a company residing in Nebraska, we know just how hard it can be to get your message out to the world, and we're here to help. Find our contact page on our website and fill out the form. You'll also find a list of submission guidelines on the page. And while not every submission will be accepted, mainly due to time restrictions, it is always worth a shot. So, what are you waiting for? Head over to the site now and check it out. The Borough Reviews, your movie refuge. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Um... We are going to talk about the WandaVision finale, um, series finale, episode 9. The big, big showdown between Agatha and Wanda. And also, what happened to White Vision? Well, we'll kind of explain a little bit of that here. But first, I want to get your initial thoughts on the episode, Linda. What did you think of it overall? Was it a satisfying conclusion for you?
1: Uh, it was. It was... It was fine. I mean... I don't know like I didn't have a problem with the ending but it, I, mm, I get why people are a little upset about it like I don't know it it was definitely one of those like it went out with a whimper rather than a bang in, a, in some ways and I'm very confused too mm. and so it kind of annoys me that this was the last episode yeah and
0: they needed one more, I think, to yeah. just satisfy. It also you know, felt everything. really rushed.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's kind of my main complaint. I, I, yeah, I, I like it. Um, I just don't think it's. I don't think it's as great as the show that we had before. This episode had been i mean we're not really getting much of jimmy woo we got a little bit more of him than we did of like darcy like darcy had oh, one part <laughs> in the finale one part and then she was just gone um so there were things in this episode i really liked um the conclusion the last scene that we get with um and by the way this is a spoiler discussion everyone so you know keep that in mind uh so you've been warned the last scene that we get with vision and Wanda is beautiful and it's, you know, and with her kids and everything back at the, at the house as the hex closes in, you know, she's basically just destroying the hex and subsequently destroying them. Um, we learned that basically, you know, the, the piece of the mind stone that, that she has in her is how she was able to create the whole thing. Yeah.
1: I called that.
0: You did. You did. did. So she, she, you know, Vision and her children were basically just figmentations of, of the hex. And when she destroys the hex, they also have to get destroyed. Um, so this is the third time now that she's seen Vision just die. Um, though, you know, I think a large part of me is really excited for the future kind of, um, at the, Possibility of what may happen between Wanda and white vision because white vision now has all of visions memories and uh, that's also something weird so let's talk let's just talk about the episode Um, so you know we open up with Agatha and Wanda basically fighting you know she has the chain around the children's neck eventually she lets them off Uh, we have Pietro, fake Pietro uh, that's holding Monica basically hostage um in a in a in his room um so you know there's that uh i guess did you like how it was set up or do you wish that we would have had a lot of this stuff set up we had some of it set up in the last episode but i think what you were saying about it being a little rushed uh, i feel that because we could have spent more time with Pietro and Monica, maybe, you know, some dialogue, some banter between them. We could have really built up that situation more. We could have built up the white vision situation a little bit more. Uh, The Agatha and Wanda stuff was set up well enough. Um, But it's really those other facets of this episode for me that just weren't set up properly. Don't know.
1: A little annoyed that not only did they not use the right pietro they made this one an absolute douche yeah and i don't ralph boner it it wasn't even
0: get it boner
1: god (laughs) (laughs) like i don't know not only did they not use the right one they really had to go ahead and make him a dick also i do like
0: I do like that though, because they basically by using Evan Peters they like psyched us all out. Which this episode indicates to me they're all getting recast. All of the X Men are getting recast. One I mean there's no other way to do it they're all getting recast because the fact that they had Evan Peters not even play his version of Quicksilver they just had him play like a regular old dude that necklace that he was wearing had a spell basically so Agatha put a spell on him um and that's kind of what was controlling him this whole time and we learn that and Monica takes it off and you know we discover that he's just a regular old dude um Mm-hmm.
1: I, I get they had some, like, questions to, to answer as far as, like, who PHR was, who Ralph was, all that stuff. At the same time, I, I feel like they kind of wasted Monica's character in the last episode, too. They did. And that was driving me nuts because everything that she had done, like, up to that point, and then all of a sudden we, like, never see her because she's hanging out in a stoner's bedroom.
0: Well, also, they wasted all both both their storylines, both fake Pietro and Monica were kind of just wasted like yeah. I, I don't know you know, I guess Pietro had that one episode, the Malcolm in the middle episode or you know and and like it was a good episode, but that's all we really got from him, and Monica was building up to be someone more, and then they kind of just stopped that. Um, they pulled back on a lot of things that I thought would get a satisfying resolution. And unfortunately, it just didn't happen. You know, we do get uh, a nice battle between Agatha and Wanda. And like I said, the stuff with White Vision versus Vision, like that was cool stuff. Um, You know, Vision, They, (laughs) what I did like about that battle mostly was that they stopped to talk to each other. Like intelligent beings would they they started negotiating and like and it w- it totally made sense in the context of who vision is for that to be how they stopped fighting it's just through dialogue through talking um so that was done really tastefully but then he just then he like gives vision gives him the memories or whatever and he just fucking like flies up in the air and and he said he he's like this for those of you watching the video he's like I'm the vision. And like, and he just like, just zooms up there. And I'm like, Oh, okay. And vision doesn't tell Wanda that this happened. She doesn't tell him that there's (laughs) someone, there's actually a vision out there who like knows everything. And like, and why, why are we not telling her that? Like, why was white vision never brought up again in this episode?
1: Because vision was like, About to die. So I guess he just wanted those last memories to be of like him and wanted besides being like, all right, let's exchange. Get out of
0: here. (laughs) We had plenty. We had plenty of time before we get to that moment where he could have been like, Hey, by the way, there is white vision
1: busy with Agatha and dealing with all that bullshit.
0: I guess. Um, I don't know.
1: Oh, maybe he forgot. (laughs) Also, maybe vision can forget things too. He's human.
0: Not really. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> um, director Hayward. What a dick. Oh my God. That guy is written so poorly. Um, oh this show was really well written and well thought out, except for Hayward's character. I truly believe that Hayward is just fucking, just not a good... He, garbage. He's, it's, gar, it's garbage writing, to be honest with you. And like how they... <laughs> he tried to shoot kids. Come on. Like what? Why? Wh- Cause, you know, they were trying to set up like, oh, like, understand what he's doing is just, you know, no! for the better of the government. No, they did try and take that angle though, eventually. And then like they completely abandon that. So they they try and make him this cartoony villain and then they kind of tone it back down. And then they ramp it up again at the end, and you're like, like, what were you doing with this character? Hey, Bert, like
1: that kills people.
0: Yeah. Um We have wanda do this trick on agatha basically at the end that uh, agatha had basically done with her when she went down into the basement where she you know was surrounded by what do you call them runes runes yeah the runes um and you know agatha's like you can't use your power here because Mm -hmm. like there are runes my runes are up uh wanda does the same thing with the hex which i thought was pretty cool because they kind of leave it in a background shot in a couple of places. And you're like, wait, what is that? Like, what is that over there? And then you're like, ah, the runes, because basically how the fight had been set up was, um, Agatha was just harvesting all of Wanda's power. And Wanda was basically just giving it to her, you know, free will. Like she was done. She was so exhausted at that point that she was just giving her the power essentially. Um, but little did we know it was all a ruse. So, um you're getting snacks and i'm jealous
1: it's monkey bread it's my birthday monkey bread
0: it's not your birthday yet you've got two days
1: it's my birthday every day okay
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you um want
1: some jared i can feed you through the screen
0: <laughs> it looks delicious i bet <laughs> yes. um but yeah, so uh, Agatha's harvesting all of her power and eventually, you know, Wanda's like, "Oh, hey, by the way, look at these runes over here. You weren't harvesting shit." And then she <laughs> so basically just Yeah, she just takes her out. And then I think the the most satisfying resolution we didn't kill Agatha or anything. We kind of just left her there. She was like, "You know, since you love playing that role so much of the nosy neighbor, like that's what I'm gonna, you're going to stay as that nosy neighbor for all eternity."
1: Okay, I can't tell if I missed something, but I am a little confused about that because she, you know, like you said, she, like, doomed her to be the nosy neighbor the rest of her life, but she took the hex down.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, she we she can control people, though. I mean, I think she's just controlling her indefinitely. Like, I, I think she's limited her power to that one person, which is exciting because you know that she's going to get brought up and some way probably in the multiverse of madness you know most likely that's where we're gonna end up seeing her in so i mean she
1: is supposed to be wanda's teacher yeah so
0: and in a way she kind of was and (laughs) i think they are gonna do a redemption for her i do i do because what did what did she really do that was that was bad she was just trying to harvest wanda's power you know it's not like um It's not like when you have, you know, those TV shows that basically or let's take the Fast and Furious franchise, for example, when you have someone that kills Han and all of a sudden they're on the team like three movies down the road and they 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 murdered one of the main characters, you know, previously, but they're like Agatha didn't do any of that. So I think I think there is a redemption arc there for her for Catherine Han's character. And so we're going to see her again, most likely. Isn't that exciting?
1: So exciting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it- I keep I keep thinking about Billy and Tommy. I'm really hoping they find a way to bring them back. So I'm going to be really pissed if they like brought them back only to be like, <laughs> just like, because they are very important characters in the Marvel Universe. I mean, they yeah. were in like Young Avengers, you know, they're weakened in speed. And so they, they better bring them back some, sometime, somewhere, somehow. Because I'm gonna be a little pissed if they just like brought them in for a few episodes and then they're like, "All right, that's all we need to do with these characters."
0: Yeah, uh, I don't think they'll do that, but um, maybe I don't know. So we had two post-credit scenes, you know. Um, we had one that was essentially. Um, Monica's post-credit scene where they were... Because that was a post-credit scene, right? Yeah. Or was that just... To, okay, it was. Yeah. Uh, where like the, the scrolls... Scroll of, yeah. Yeah. Where the scrolls basically come and they're like, hey, we need you, you know? And she's like, where? And, and the scrolls like, up there. And so you know Monica's <laughs> gonna go to space with her spectrum weird pulse like energy thing that she's got going on. She, so Monica's super; she can manipulate energy. Um, so when Hayward tried to shoot the kids, you know the bullets. Well, a he tried to shoot her as well, and the bullets just went right through her. And like she was like, "Okay, dude." Like a mm-hmm. uh, pretty badass moment for Tommy or Billy when he uh, stopped the bullet, and then he just dropped the bullet. And then the second post-credit scene was Wanda basically in this little cottage um, out, you know, in who knows where. And she basically was learning spells and stuff. And we can see that she's basically using her power for the better. You know, we get um, a version of Wanda that's sitting out on the deck. And then we go inside and we actually see that she's sitting there, like, reading the book, uh, actually becoming the Scarlet Witch, uh, full force. So... uh, you know, and then, you know, she hears basically her kids reach out and, and they're crying for help. So who knows what that was about, but I got to believe that they'll bring it back somehow.
1: Thank God. By the way, where's Jared's Oscar for playing these parts?
0: Like- <laughs> it's so impromptu. It's so bad. I think I should get an Oscar for my vision moment. The oh I am vision. vision. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's where my Oscars deserved. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I mean it's it's nice to know we're we're gonna be seeing Monica again, obviously in another Captain Marvel movie because of like the squirrel aliens and stuff.
0: Yeah, but we'll probably have Sam Jackson, Brie Larson, um, and and Monica Rambeau as well. So we'll have all three of them there. Mm-hmm kind of exciting. I don't know. I I hope that they really do more with her character because she started so important. It was so important to the story for her to be there. And then all of a sudden this episode kind of was just like, eh. Don't mind her. The kids could have handled Hayward like themselves. They could have. That would have been
1: hilarious.
0: I kind of wish that they would have done it that way. But it
1: was a dumpster fire, Monica and Darcy should have been able to do more, and yeah. Agatha screwed.
0: Yeah. But, I mean... Was there anything else in this episode that stood out to you that you wanted to talk about or bring up at all? Um, anything that I'm missing that's important?
1: This is kind of like a personal question. Mm-hmm. I kind of wonder what the townspeople are going to, like, do about everything that just happened. Are they going to, like, press charges on her? So
0: (laughs) let's let's actually objectively look at this because they all were giving her looks. And then Monica's, like, you know, at the end of everything when they have Hayward in custody, when Agatha's defeated. And Monica was like, "Uh, they'll never know what you did for them. And I'm like, are we really justifying what she just did to this whole town? Like, are we really justifying that?
1: Like, let's not forget, what she did to them wasn't okay.
0: <laughs> no, it was torture. Like, so when cause... so when they're all looking at her, I'm like, oh, they're gonna beat her up. Like, they're gonna, <laughs> fu- they're gonna <laughs> fucking, like...
1: <laughs> they're gonna bully her.
0: Well, like, you, the whole thing with Dottie. So Dottie, you know, I forget what her real name is, but Dottie has a kid that's apparently just been locked up in their room this whole time. Yeah. Like... And we're just going to, like, we're just going to move past the townspeople aspect of it. We're not going to get any, like, real resolution with them other than them just, like, staring at her while she's walking down the, you know, main street. Like, come on. Like, again, I think Marvel's issue here was the fact that they didn't set up. They did, They could have done a lot of this stuff in the last episode. Or they could have done a lot of this stuff and stretched it out in this episode and then had a resolution in the next episode. You know? Like, a final resolution. The fact that they... Yeah, the fact that they tried to, like, jam it all here, just... It was rushed.
1: It it was a very skittish episode. And I knowing Marvel, they're probably gonna, like, throw in some answers here and there in the next upcoming movies, which... Fine, but at the same... It just felt like we were just halted to a stop. Yeah. And now the show's over. And it's just... Uh, it's just not surprised that it upset people,
0: <laughs> yeah, me either. um we do have uh you know we have Falcon and winter Soldier coming up in two weeks here, so we'll see how that show does very different, only six episodes it's gonna be action, heavy, it's gonna be earth heavy, so we're really grounded, not in this like alternate reality weird thing. it's gonna be grounded, kind of like in time with us on earth. So it's going to be a little bit different um, for a show. From what I'm hearing, it's more about the cost of war, the cost of fighting, and that's the angle that they're kind of taking with that. So they started out really bold with this concept here and the fact that we're shifting gears, you know, it might help or hurt that show. But I will say that my expectations of that show are now lowered they're lowered because I don't think that they're going to do anything substantial in these TV series. Like, I don't think that they're going to do anything substantial, you know, like the most substantial thing that we got, I guess is, Hey, white visions out there and he's going to come back at some point. And that's really all that they left us with. There was no other bigger thing. And I know that a lot of the theories that we were making kind of led us to our disappointment a little bit, but, uh, you know it kind of helped me gauge where i have my expectations set for that show and what what that's going to do for the marvel universe going forward don't know about you if you feel like that show is have you lo- lowered your expectations at all for that or
1: i think my expectations are kind of the same i mean i don't think it'll be bad i don't no. think it'll give everyone exactly what they want of course but i mean yeah. I, I feel like it'll still be pretty good. I mean, uh, luckily this didn't affect me to the point where I'm just like, everything's probably not going to be super great, but I mean, I, I still have pretty good hopes on it.
0: Good. Well, um, let's move to our final rating for a whole series. Uh, for the the whole entire WandaVision series, Linda, out of 10, what are, what would you rate it?
1: I want to hear yours first.
0: You want to hear mine? Okay. I'm going to give WandaVision as a whole series an 8 out of 10. Oh. So 4 out of 5. Uh, I think it was solid. I think it was bold in a lot of ways. And I think it was creative storytelling that really paid off in the early episodes, like in the first half of WandaVision, you know, there was so much that was going on there and I loved spending more time with Wanda. I love spending more time with vision and that dynamic that they have together in yeah. like that sitcom kind of like universe. That was fun, yeah. It was fun. It was cool. And I really like enjoyed that part of it. The latter half, not so much the latter half. They kind of, um, they kind of started to fumble a little bit in terms of uh, satisfying arcs and really spending as much time concluding things as they did starting things. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of where, uh, those two points get deducted for me, but the show as a whole, like really great show. I still highly recommend it. How about you?
1: Uh, seven and a half. It's just a little lower than yours, but I mean, it, like you said, it's, it was a good show. Uh, granted, I know it's not going to be for everyone, but it was just, it was nice to see her outside of the Avengers and let her really grow into her own person, which is what I've been waiting for since they introduced her. Mm-hmm. And it just goes to show you that she is the most powerful Avenger. She and is. I probably would have given it an 8 out of 10 if it wasn't for the fact that my pH wasn't in it. I did not get Every week. I am not ashamed. I do not regret it. They should have used that one because this one was a dick.
0: Yeah. It made sense once we got it's the reveal. Fine. The it reveal really wasn't. Like it. Yeah, the reveal wasn't great, but it kind of made sense for what they were going for. I just wish that we would have gotten longer to spend before we found everything out. Like it was just unraveling mystery. It was kind of the slow burn, and then all of a sudden, this episode is like, "Oh, by the way, here's all the information you want," and it's over. And I was like, "Oh, okay." Like. <laughs> sure i guess marvel okay kevin feige uh i see what you did there um yeah no i i think that we're both kind of in that same place where it's really good show still recommend it but yeah it did have its did have its faults um i guess you know going forward to with everything else that they've got going on they are going to tackle a lot of these characters that you know don't take the main stage or the center stage in the avengers movies and so we're gonna get you know a hawkeye show we're gonna get a loki show we're gonna get all these different characters and we're gonna expand on on them as people which is really exciting because then when we get to the actual avengers movies like you know we're gonna know so much about all of these characters and i kind of wish that they would have done it reversed where we would have started with these smaller characters and then like and then we had the avengers movies but maybe it's cool retroactively now to know more about them through these shows and then go back and watch those i don't know what do you think about that whole dynamic
1: it's a very interesting way to go about it it's not something we get too often i mean i'm glad if they did start on the avengers like they did i'm glad they went with like Wanda really is an underrated uh, Avenger. Like when you think of like a female Avenger, your mind immediately goes to either like Captain Marvel or uh, Black Widow, and people yeah. rarely talk about Scarlet Witch. They rarely talk about Wanda. So I'm glad that if they that since they did start with the Avengers, that they went with the most unappreciated one.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, we're getting our Black Widow movie. At some point here. Which um, doesn't
1: make sense. Because she's dead now. And I feel like they should have made one before she died.
0: Yeah. That's a whole other conversation. Hopefully they're able to correct. The mistakes that they made. In, in these first phases. And then going forward. They really spent more time. Like focusing on their female. Like heroes. And like really giving them their due. Because honestly. the Up until just recently. They weren't doing much at all with any of the characters any of the female like you know side characters so to speak but they're avengers so like hello like they're they're, they have the same powers like at least the same level and in scarlet witch's case like in wanda's case like she has more power than them so like Mm -hmm. why did we not spend more time with her i mean damn anyway that's wandavision for you uh you have final ratings. You have everything. Uh, we talked a little about what was, uh, you know, happening in the future with Marvel and kind of what we were looking forward to and our expectations. So uh, was there anything else that you needed to add for for Marvel, for WandaVision, for Disney Plus?
1: Um, I guess, like, this was their first attempt at doing something like this. hmm and I feel like this is definitely something that they can work off.
0: Yeah, me too. Good starting point, mm-hmm. really. Um, especially like taking that bold kind of aspect, you know, and really pushing that to the forefront um, so that it was kind of in your face. Like, hey, look at this weird, wacky show. Like, right. th- I liked that. Um, so I hope they keep that energy up going forward in the future. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much, everyone, uh, for listening to our WandaVision spoiler discussion. Uh, Stay tuned after this last break here. I'm going to kind of break down what's new to streaming and... Um. yeah, I mean, you've got to have something to look forward to this week for uh, content. So I'm going to break that down for you when we return. And Linda, thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I know that this isn't a typical episode, how we're structuring it this time. But thank you so much for joining me for our WandaVision discussion. And everyone will be able to hear from Linda for the full episode in the next one. So if you're excited for that, keep listening i'm sure you know by now but we have our own youtube channel there we upload video reviews of the latest television shows or movies and stream gaming content weekly we have a goal to reach 100 subscribers by the end of the year right now we are about 12 subscribers away from reaching that goal and it would mean everything to the team here to be able to accomplish this goal simply search the Burr reviews in youtube search bar to find us Make sure to not only subscribe if you like the content, but to give the video a thumbs up and ring the bell to make sure you receive notifications of when we upload or go live. The Burr Reviews, your movie refuge. All right, everyone. So I know you're all dying to know what released over the weekend and what you have to look forward to watching over the week. So let's talk about it. We have Moxie, which is a Netflix film. It was directed by Amy Poehler, who also plays the mother of teenage lead Hadley Robinson. Moxie aims for an upbeat tale of high school girl power. Robinson's character Vivian discovers her mother's um, riot girl past and decides to make a zine and take on some Gen Z Kathleen Hanna swagger, whatever that means. Um, (laughs) I'm not really sure because I haven't really looked at uh, the trailer or anything for Moxie, so I couldn't tell you much on that. Um, Also on Netflix, we have uh, Biggie, I Got a Story to Tell, which is the new entry in the already sustained um, canon of documentaries about Christopher Wallace's life. And Untimely Death, it features new home video footage shot by Biggie's close friend, Damian Butler, that has never never uh, previously been released. And then on HBO Max, we have Persona, the dark truth behind personality tests. And so this is Meyer Briggs-style personality tests. Um, and they might seem like a strange subject for a documentary, let alone an investigation into the dark truth. But the filmmakers behind Persona find that in the age of algorithms, something is seamlessly innocent. As a personality test, can have serious, often hidden consequences for a person's job prospects, romantic prospects, the content they they're given online through the algorithms, and so much more than that. And you can find that on HBO Max. So that's what you have to look forward to as far as your streaming content for this week and into next week. And then, um, I don't know. That's kind of it for what's new to streaming. And I just want to give everyone a heads up. We are planning on doing. Um, maybe not weekly reviews of the the new Disney Plus show uh, that's coming out, um, not this week but next week with Falcon and Winter Soldier. But we are planning on doing at least the uh, first episode and the last episode. So you have that look to look forward to in the coming weeks. And then we also are going to be doing a Shutter review. We're not quite sure if we're going to review Lucky or if we're going to review something else on Shutter. But uh, you have that to look forward to next week here on the podcast. And Linda will be back. And Linda's going to be back doing the full podcast with me next week. So that's going to include the intro, the outro, and everything in between except for the news bit. Um, like you said, we were both kind of pressed for time. She had a surprise birthday party. By the way, let me just say that Linda's birthday is this week. It's um, actually on Tuesday. So it's the day after you're listening or watching this. And so uh, give her a shout out. Tell her happy birthday. You know, make her day. Um, we all love Linda here at the into the borough podcast and on the borough reviews team. But, uh, that is about all I have for everyone today. Hope you enjoyed this shorter episode of the podcast. And if you want to see more episodes kind of take on this format in the future, maybe not without Linda, but that kind of like shortened feel, the more condensed feel, let us know and we'll try and work around that, um, Until next time, thank you so much for listening, for watching, and doing everything that you're doing. Make sure to subscribe to our Patreon and go, uh, you know, like our YouTube channel, subscribe to that. And then also go follow us on all the social media channels at Borough Reviews on Twitter and at the Borough Reviews on Facebook and Instagram and at twitch.tv backslash Reviews. We're going to get back into streaming this week, so you can look forward to that. A lot of you requested the Little Nightmares 2. So we'll see if I end up getting the Little Nightmares 2 to play on stream this week, uh, tomorrow. Um, This week, I'm going to try out a new schedule and see if it works a little better. I'm going to do Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 to 1 a.m. And we'll see how that works and how that feels and we might change it up in the future. But um, thank you so much, everyone, for listening and watching this podcast. We hope you have a good rest of your week and stay safe and healthy. Bye.